1: Hey everyone, welcome to Radio Headspace, and to Thursday, it's Sam here with you. So today we're continuing our conversation about the Buddhist teachings of the Eightfold Path. Essentially, every day I'm unpacking one of these eight guidelines that are geared to help us out with whatever life throws our way. This week, we've talked about tools to help with decisions and ethical dilemmas. Now, we're moving on to the part of the Eightfold Path that deals with mental discipline. So for this episode, let's talk about the benefits of right effort, or what I like to call consistent effort. We all know the value of developing habits for well-being. In order to be more fit, we have to devote time to exercising. And to master a musical instrument or language, we must put in hours and maybe even years of study and practice. The same goes for the mind. Taming the mind takes time and an ongoing practice, but it's well worth the effort. According to the Buddhist texts, consistent effort involves encouraging certain states of mind and discouraging others. The word wholesome is used to describe mind states marked by kindness, openness, generosity, and ease. By doing this, we allow more wholesome states like joy, ease, and insight to eventually emerge with less effort, because it's become second nature. When I consider my own journey putting in the effort to cultivate wholesomeness, I think of the first time I attended a silent retreat at Deer Park Monastery when I was in my early 20s. The concept of being silent with a huge group of people for days on end felt strange enough. But when we were asked to sing adult camp songs about our hearts opening like a flower, I was concerned that I had made a big mistake. It's funny now thinking about this because I realize how strong my inner critic was and how resistant I was to being vulnerable with myself. Now, I not only love these songs from the Buddhist teacher Thich Han's tradition, but I often sing them to myself in the car. They're truly wholesome songs, and when I sing them with others, I feel safe and connected because I know that we're all practicing vulnerability and cultivating loving-kindness together. So if I've convinced you that more wholesomeness is within reach and you want to cultivate more of it, here are some tips. First, we can pay attention to what we expose ourselves to. You may already limit your exposure to grotesque violence and media that just doesn't feel good to watch, but we can also start to pay attention to how we feel when we witness other behaviors like rudeness or dishonesty or carelessness, either through the media or in real life. And this moves us to spend more time savoring people and media that reflects camaraderie, kindness, and courageousness. Throughout my 20 years of personal practice, I have felt more at peace from maintaining boundaries about what I give my attention to. So as an example, I won't see many violent films. I've let go of some friendships that have made my mind and body just consistently stressed. And I spend time engaged in wholesome activities like board games, playing tennis, and trivia nights with my friends. Our consistent meditation practice supports wholesome states too. We can encourage this by integrating practices that involve generosity, loving kindness, and empathy into our meditations. And if you'd like some guidance in cultivating more wholesomeness, check out my loving kindness meditation in the app. That's it for me. Take a moment to thank yourself for choosing such a wholesome source of media today. Take care and I'll see you back here soon.